Welcome back to the You Can Too podcast, where we go over the knowledge, habits, and strategies and how to start believing that you can too. I'm your host, James Bracken, and in today's episode, I will be going over the five habits to prevent self-sabotage. Now, if you are not already, please go give me a follow on Instagram at James Bracken IV, and be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a future episode. And if you've listened to this podcast and you've enjoyed it, leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps me reach more people, and I'm able to help more people in the process. I appreciate you for tuning in, and if you find value in this episode, then post this on your story at me, and I will repost that. Uh, I love seeing people uh, find value in my content, and if you do, please let me know it. Let me know it because I promise I will repost it, and uh, I'm excited for this episode, guys. This is self-sabotage, if you are you follow me on Instagram or really on any platform. Um, self-sabotage is a really, really important topic that I like to touch on, because I think most people are self-sabotaging, and the truth is, is that we all are in some aspect of our lives, but it may just be unconscious that you're doing so. And so I wanna give you five habits to prevent self-sabotage so that you can live more intentionally and mindfully. And if you don't know already, in the show notes below will be the Mindful Minute newsletter where you can do exactly that. You can focus and live with more intention, live more mindfully in one minute, a one minute newsletter. Be in the show show notes below. Let's hop right into this episode. Habit number one, journaling. We all undermine the power of journaling, like to an excruciating extent. We do not journal nearly enough. And if you don't uh, journal at all, I promise you, that will 10x your your clarity in your life. It will 10x your clarity in your life because if we're not consistently reviewing and revising, we can't measure what isn't being managed. And so if we're not writing down how we feel, what we have to do, what our intentions are, then we just have a bunch in our brain that we're not getting down on paper. And this is where overwhelm and stress comes in and self-sabotage comes in because we feel we lack clarity. That's what self-sabotage mostly is, is that we lack clarity on what we're trying to do and why we're trying to do it. And so when we lack clarity, we feel the need to not try at all, right? If we have no idea where we're going, then we just never take that first step. And I promise you, documenting and analyzing your behavior is a key component to preventing self-sabotage. As I've already spoke, we cannot measure what isn't being managed. And so if we're not continuously revising and identifying why we are where we are, we will never get to where we want to go, right? So we have to be really, really intentional about journaling and getting our thoughts out and getting them down on paper and brain dumping every day. Brain dumping is so, so important. If you have something on your mind, just in general, brain dump it, get it out. This is one of the most effective habits that you can acquire because it allows you to gain more clarity in life and that allows you to lower your self-sabotage and increase your intention. Number two is to plan it out. As I've already spoke, a lot of our self-sabotage comes from a lack of clarity. But if we start planning out our days and our weeks in advance and already have the intention set for what we're going to do, then all we have to do is take action. So I challenge you right now, as you listen to this podcast, pause this podcast and come back to it. Block off uh, 15 minutes, 15 minutes to plan out this next week for yourself. Get really, really clear on what the activities are that you have to take action on to move the needle forward in whatever you're trying to get done and whatever you're trying to make progress in. Plan it out and then come back to this episode and let's hop right into number three. And that is to get accountability. It is so, so, so easy to fall into a subconscious pattern that we're used to, that we're comfortable with, that we're familiar with when we are the only ones holding ourselves accountable. 
right? If we're in a chapter in our lives and we have no one else pushing us to write that next chapter or to really dive into what that next chapter of our life is going to hold for us, we don't have intention in our every single day. Whether that's an accountability partner or a coach, maybe it's just a sibling, but find someone that you can discuss your plan of action with. As I've already spoken, number two is an amazing way to stop self-sabotaging is to plan out what you're going to do to move forward. Because progress equals happiness. And if we can have someone holding ourselves accountable and not just ourselves, because as humans, we are we we rely on external accountability. We have we need someone to push us forward, to hold us accountable to doing what we said we were going to do, or we are going to fall off the wagon. And it is insane how much progress you can make when you have someone holding you to the standard that you set for yourself that maybe before you weren't able to hold yourself accountable to doing. So I challenge you to, whether that's a sibling or uh, a friend or a coach, whatever that looks like for you, find someone to hold you accountable to doing what you said you were going to do. And I promise you, six months from now, if you stay committed to doing that and having them hold you accountable, you will be in a much different position. And I truly can't express how much this will change your life. Number four is to be growth-minded instead of goal-minded. Now, goals are a very arbitrary destination we set out for ourselves we we set goals so we have a guideline for where we want to go but if you're a perfectionist or you have extremely high standards for yourself goals can be daunting goals can be overwhelming and they can be stressful and this will cause you to hold yourself back it will cause you to stay where you are and not even take action because you'll project a future outcome of you not being as perfect as you want it to be, or you not being as good as you set out to be, or something not turning out as well as you wanted it to. And this can set you back in so many, so many, so many areas of your life, because if you you don't take action, you can't iterate. You cannot get to level 10 if you don't start on level one. You can't get good at something that you're unwilling to look like a fool at first. And so when we stay growth-minded, we focus on getting a little bit better rather than trying to be massively better then we can make small improvements improvements that will lead to bigger results over time rather than trying to make huge jumps and just letting ourselves down because we didn't do everything we set out to do because we set such high standards for ourselves that we never even think of taking action. So that's number four, is to be growth-minded and not goal-minded because the truth is, is goals and desires are a contract that you make with yourself to be unhappy until you achieve said goal and when we're in that we are very outcome focused rather than process focused and 99% of your life is going to be in the process of achieving a goal but not the actual destination so what we have to realize is that the journey is the destination and if we're in the process of continuously improving ourselves then we have to find enjoyment in doing that or we will self-sabotage we cannot maintain doing something if we're not enjoying the process of doing it So if you are trying to improve in something, just focus on being a little bit better and stop setting such high standards for yourself that you never give yourself the opportunity to even start. That is number four. Number five is probably the most important one, and it's to ask better questions. I think we often undermine the power of our brain. We don't realize that the purpose, its sole purpose is to keep us surviving. And so if we ask it a question, it's going to find an answer. It's always, it's it's a problem-solving device. It's always searching for answers to predictions that we're making about the future, predictions that we're making about what we're capable of. 
and it sets out to find answers to the questions we ask it. So if we ask, why am I not worthy? Why am I not making progress? It will find answers, and your answers will maybe be something like, oh, I'm not making progress because I'm not taking the action I need to to make the progress in whatever I'm trying to make progress in, right? So like that's just a very tiny example of you ask that question, your brain will find an answer. If you ask a different question like, why am I worthy? Why am I capable? Why am I going to achieve this goal? Your brain will find answers and it will set you out to be more intentional about what you do on a daily basis. You ask, you ask better questions, you're going to get better answers. And if we get better answers, then we have more clarity on what we need to do to achieve the results we want to achieve. And so let's go through them real quick. Number one, journal. Journal as often as you can. It doesn't matter if you do it every day, if you do it every other day, just maintain it. Because if we don't maintain or we don't manage something, it can't be measured. And we can't grow if we don't know where we started. So that's number one, is to journal. Number two is to plan it out. If you don't plan something, if it's not in your schedule, it's not going to get done. And then you will self-sabotage because you had no intention for what you were going to do. Start planning your days out so you have more intention with your every day. And all you have to do is just take action. Number three is to get accountability. I won't even explain this one. If you get someone to hold you accountable rather than just yourself, that will 10x your results because you will stop self-sabotaging because someone will hold you accountable to doing what you said you were going to do rather than saying you're going to do something and never taking action on it. Number four is to be growth-minded and not goal-minded. When you're focused on the goal, the 1%, you are outcome-based. When you focus on the process, you are focused on the 99% where you are going to be for most of your life. And this will allow you to have more intention in your each and every single day to just be a little bit better because intention means nothing without action. And number five is to ask better questions. When we ask better questions, we get better answers and we gain more clarity on the action we need to take to get better results. I truly hope this helped you guys out. And if it did, again, post it on your story on Instagram at me and I will repost it. And I truly hope this helped you guys out. Uh, Self-sabotage is something that we all deal with to some aspect in our lives. And if you are dealing with it, let me know. Reach out on Instagram, reach out on Twitter. Let me know so that I can help you get past yourself and start moving forward in your life. I appreciate you for tuning in, and I will see you in the next episode.